And I told you guys last week that we were going to do a giveaway this week. So Leo, who was uh, on today's episode, you know, stay tuned for that. Great episode, by the way, was gracious enough to, you know, jump on the podcast. And then he also threw in a bunch of stuff so we can do a giveaway. So uh, he, he donated the Blue Otter, which is his first design. He donated a hat, a Topps Knives hat, a Topps Knives shirt, and a Topps Knives mug. So the winner for that giveaway, there's going to be a total of four winners. One winner is going to win the Topps Knives package. And then the other three are going to win something from the Mescalo Moguls merch. So I know you guys seen that. I've been dropping a bunch of stuff. So if you go to ScarfaceVisuals.com and then shop mom, you can see everything that we have. So in order to choose the winners for this, you're going to have to screenshot it and send it to me. Either via DM to Mescalo Moguls on Instagram or you can email it to me, which is at Scarface at gmail.com. That's S-K-A-R-X-F-A-C-E at gmail.com you can do either or i'm doing either or because i know some people don't have instagram or haven't followed us on our instagram uh, i just barely you know made that not too long ago so dm me email it i'm going to choose the winner the sunday before next week's episode which is going to be i believe it's adam shout out to adam Boyce, uh spartan mode so um if you guys want to win make sure you guys you know and screenshot it send it to me like i said via dm or email so Get on top of it, win some free stuff, and thank you guys again for listening to the podcast, all the support. It's been amazing. That's why, you know, I wanted to do a giveaway for you guys. Go check it out. Tune in for the episode. You guys are going to love it. All right, and we're live. Welcome back to Mescal Moments. It's your boy, the one with the scar in his face, your boy Scarface. And today we got a full a full squad here. Uh, Julio made a comeback for another episode. What up, what up? And then we brought on Pequeño Juan, a.k.a. John. What's going on, guys? We got Jesus back for another episode. Yeah. He he wants he's de- he desperately wants another uh, an intro like that. So yeah, but you need to write it for me. I'm not going to write my own. We're working on it. We're working on it. And lucky enough, uh, we're able to have the... The, the Tops president of Tops Knives here with us today, we have yes. Leo. Yeah, yeah, finally, finally we get to, to get the chance to come and come and be with you guys. I yeah. know, know Edgar's been uh, bringing it up a couple of times, but... I've been bugging him for a while, but yeah, of course, it make it happen, but the past few months have been a little, yeah, little crazy, crazy, so lucky yeah. enough we're yeah. able to have it now. Rough couple of last months. Yeah, it has we're been, good. but, but nonetheless, here. he's here today, yeah. and we're going to get to know Leo, you know, there's some questions that I want to ask him. That way, because at, at Tops, he gives us the Tops version. The, the top version. The Tops yeah, version, true. you know what I mean? But I know his story goes deeper and and a lot more to it. So, I mean, we're going to get started. Uh, first of all, are you from uh, Idaho? Born and raised. Born and raised here in Idaho Falls. Okay. Uh, yeah, uh, we're, uh, it's eight of us. Uh, four sisters, four brothers, and I was the only one born here in Idaho Falls. Oh, dang. That's and, a big family. Yeah, no, it is. So you're the only one born here now? Here and I, yeah. Yep, and okay. I here, well, yeah, here in, in the United States. And, you know, everybody, you know, and, and, um, they, everybody, todos arreglaron when, when um, la amnistia. Yeah, during that amnesty, Reagan's amnesty. Okay. Yeah, that's when, that's, that's that's when, when all they, my family. They is. became legal. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then Leo was born here. What high school, or what, did you go through so, middle school? So high, uh, I, I grew up pretty much in Bonneville County. Okay. Um, I went to Lee. So do check this out. This is crazy because I I started my middle school, my elementary kindergarten in Lincoln Elementary, and I went to to Rocky Mountain. Then I went to Bonneville. Then I got kicked out of Bonneville, went back and finished high school in Lincoln Alternative School, mm-hmm. the same place I started my elementary school. 
Oh, dang. <laughs> yeah, the, the, year I w- the last year I was there was the last year it was in elementary school. Oh, was it? Yeah. Yeah. And then it, it became that. I, I completely forgot it was a elementary school because the whole time when me growing up, I knew it as a night school. Nice. Like, you know, when you would fail a class over at Bonneville, you would oh, go true. over to, to Lincoln. Lincoln. Lincoln or there was a Skyline. School. Skyline. I remember Skyline was like that. Yeah, see. Where, yeah. where people would go. And, a night, and, yeah. And night, night school. See, I knew of you like way, way before. I knew when you were driving around in your little S10. S10, yeah. The, the one that had like the graphics on the side. I don't know if you've ever. No, that wasn't mine. That no, was actually a buddy's. But you were in it before, right? You were no, 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 no. I, I, built, white, I right? built one. Oh, okay. And it was all white with the black racked up. Okay, okay, yeah. I remember. Yeah, yeah. And, then, and then like maybe a year after that white one with the graphics came out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah, I, I remember seeing you driving around because you've always been like really tall, right? Yeah, yeah. And and then also, well, I thought you just grew last year. Uh, <laughs> well, no, no. To, to be honest, I, I, I when I started growing, growing mm-hmm. like actually getting taller, because my pants has always been growing. You know? <laughs> but uh, but um, it, I was probably about fifteen years old, fourteen years old when I started actually. Like growing up, yeah, yeah, cause you know they, I would always, I would always get bullied mm-hmm. in elementary. People would jump on my back, you know, because I was short and mm. yeah, that you know, was great. Same thing happened to me. I was short for a while. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, and, and I know that I mean you've mentioned it to me before. I don't know if you don't want to talk about it. It's cool, yeah. uh, but you said like growing up throughout through like high school and stuff, you would always get into trouble. Like you were always in, getting into uh, yeah, yeah. You know, I'm not, I'm not, um, I'm not ashamed of what I, you mm-hmm. know, and I, I never regret what I did. Because it's just a learning experience, yeah, and that helps me teach my kids, my friends, family, stuff like that. But, um, but yeah, you know, it was growing up, and you know, we're in Idaho. You yeah. don't, you don't, you don't, you know, things here ain't crazy like it is in California, mm-hmm. or you know. But still, you had back then growing up, there was these little gangs here and little gangs here, and and if we would go, and I don't know if you guys are familiar with the when um, Game World. Was, yeah. was, well, that was a spot to go hang out. Mm-hmm. Well, when you when you were there, another thirteen guys would drove by. It was a fight for sure, you know. <laughs> and so, but yeah, you know, it was, you know, and and to be honest, growing up, I didn't really like getting in a fight. Mm-hmm. And uh, and there was a one time in uh, Rocky Mountain in middle school, and I was walking with this girl, and and I've always had a girl friends, mm-hmm. and um. Not in, in buddies, yeah, you know, like Jose and Benny and them guys. Yeah. Um, but I met them, I think, when I was like six or seven mm-hmm. or eight. But I always had girlfriends, and and I was walking down the hallway, and um, this kid, and I still remember the name, and I see him, and we're good friends now. Mm-hmm. But um, he 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 was pissed at some teacher, and he hit, he bumps into both of us, and he hit me hard, you know. Mm-hmm. He hit me, you know, he hit me hard, knocked her down. And that's the first time that I could say I hit somebody in the face, because okay. I was scared to hit somebody in the face because I th- I thought I would kill them. Um. And so when I'd get in a fight, they would punch, they would have fun punching me in the face, and I'd just punch them in the stomach, you know. And, <laughs> and that's the first time that you know he hit me, and I I turned around and I don't even remember what I said, but um, he hit, he punched me mm-hmm. and it hurt, and so I rocked him again, and then when I punched him in the stomach, he hit me again in the face, and I just finally just closed my eyes and just let him have it. And I dropped him, and I seen him that he got back up. I'm like, man, I didn't kill him, you know. And, <laughs> and so <clears throat> I hit him again, and he wasn't falling. So I grabbed him by the ears and I headbutted him. Oh shit! Because I had to stop him, you know, and he was gonna kick my ass. And, and um, when I headbutted him, I knocked him out cold. He 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 completely laid. I'm like, shit, I killed him. 
Did know, it scare you? <clears throat> oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And so I ran to the bus because the bus was about to leave and you had to get in line, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I had, luckily I had, um, I don't remember if you remember Cecilia and Veronica. Yeah. 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 Well, remember. they were at the front of the line and they're like, come here, come here, come here. I get in the bus and Dr. Rapp was our principal mm-hmm. back then. And she's looking, you know, who knocked out Tristan and Tristan comes out and right in the middle of his forehead, he had a big old red spot, like a nice circle. looked like it hit him with something mm-hmm. and somebody hit him with something. And that kid didn't wrap me out. Oh, and, um, yeah, the next day I show up and he shakes my hand and he walked his way. I walked my way. But from there on out, from that day on, it was nonstop. Did you feel like you, cause I know you've been in a lot more fights since then. Absolutely. That, that, that was like, that was the start. Did you me. like how it felt like that whole adrenaline? I rush? did. That whole adrenaline mm-hmm. of and, and see, and I wasn't, I was never a bully, mm-hmm. but people that pick on somebody, that's the people I like to get in a fight with, mm-hmm. you know? And, and I've always been like that. You know, I was friends with, with, uh, people that were, you know, I don't want to say a bad way, but people that were like handicapped and stuff. Yeah. I was friends with them. Yeah. And, and when they get bullied or they, you know, I would, that's people I like to fight. And then of course, growing up then, you know, 17th street <laughs> and all that. Yeah. yeah cause, uh, did, did you, this was in middle school you said, right? Yeah, this is middle school. So in high school, were you getting a lot more fights? Oh, absolutely. As well? yeah, yeah. There was, um, at least once a week. And that's, was it in high school when you started working at tops? Yes, um, I was in ninth grade. I think I was. Well, I was about to turn sixteen years. It, it, it's funny, like at sixteen or like you said, yeah. were, you were what, like a freshman, so, freshman, sophomore when you're sixteen, right? Something like that. Yeah, you're at sixteen. You're in tenth grade. Okay, so, yeah. so, 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 so fifteen. Yes, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. that's crazy. Like yeah. you being in a sophomore and like to where you're at now, like starting at tops and yeah no i was actually a freshman like what a kind of freshman mm-hmm. because i had i had a auto tech a mechanic class mm-hmm. and from there he would let me go early and that means i could at least get a half an hour more of work because you know, yeah. it's the time yeah. so so how did uh for those people that don't know your story how, how did you start working at Tops? so my brother javi um he had started there about six months before before he you know they needed somebody to clean because it was him and Justin, and <clears throat> there was another guy there. Chuck, I think was the name. And uh, so it was, it was them three, but they didn't. And so the main reason they got me to, to, to help him clean was because the owner of that land and where we where they were actually top started, mm-hmm. she hated the bathroom being dirty and would think about being in a grinding room. And if people are familiar with the grinder and metal, you're black yeah. all the time. Yeah, for those that don't know, Tops is a knife company. Yeah, yeah. just Top to get that out. Yeah, there. yeah, yeah. And so um, they would walk in there to go to go to the bathroom, or whatever, and they would leave everything black. Mm-hmm. And so she was getting sick of it. And so that's when um, I think Mike's like, "We need to get somebody at least part time." And that's when they called me, and so, I started cleaning the bathrooms and cleaning the shop. And then from there, it led to from there. Me. It just <clears throat> it was. And you know, and a lot of the, a lot of why I am where I am, because I always wanted to do more, and and I'm not even playing. So, cleaning, from cleaning, and then Chuck, one of the guys that was there, mm-hmm. got into a shootout. I don't know if you guys remember at that at that um, RV park, on um, over there. Where where the, where's that uh, where Pulgas used to be? What was oh, that? Oh yeah. Oh, okay. 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 In front yeah. of so, the by the oh, drive-in okay. over there. Yeah. So there's a there's Northgate. a R, yeah yeah. So there's an RV park, mm-hmm. and he got into the shootout with the cops, oh. 
And I think they shot him. He went to prison. I don't know what else happened to him, but I don't know if they killed him. I don't remember what happened. Mm-hmm. But uh, sounds familiar. But <clears throat> and um, and so they needed. And he was the one that would cut cut like the the handles and and stuff like that. And so I told and they want they might want to hire somebody else for that. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I'm like, can I you know can I do that too? Mm-hmm. I'm like that way at least to get a couple hours more. And Mike would be like, and 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 it was funny because Mike would always be like, you mess it up, it's coming out of your paycheck. You know, and I'm like, all right, I'm cool with that. <laughs> yeah, and and that's how a lot of things uh, um, happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, was was me like, you know, can I can I try that? Do Do you feel that that's why Mike kept like pushing you to to be more involved in the company since you were making those initial steps to like, hey, um, I want to do it. Hey, no, it was more it. like there was nobody else. Mm-hmm. That's how it really was, and he was proving that he could do it. Yeah, you yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> but but there was a it, it, like so, you know that that happened, and then from there we moved over to Whittier in front of Morenitas, mm-hmm. and and there was still the same thing like that. We had a sheath maker there, and every time there was a sheath, and so we moved that to Morenitas, the shop and everything, and the office part we moved it to the old uh, Fred Myers building, over here on uh, North Yellowstone, mm-hmm. and that's when it, that's when we had the office and the and the shop, and Wait, so where was it first? Like the first, first place. First, first place. And see, one of these days I want to go and I want to get mm-hmm. a picture of every place we've been. So the very, very first one was right there on Iona Road, right down the street from Bonneville. Oh, okay. Yeah. It yeah, was like a three, it's a little three-bay garage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I want to get pictures of that. I want to get pictures of all those places where, we, where we've been, you know. Like mm-hmm. where you started until now. Correct, to where we're That'd at. Cool. Yeah, because yeah, uh, so like during this time you were working there, I know you mentioned to me that uh, you were always getting in and out of trouble. Um, and they- yeah, you know, Mike actually bailed me out of jail a couple times, and um, you know, my whole record, you know, I've never been in trouble with drugs or alcohol or nothing like that, but f- fighting, always fighting. Yeah, w- was it like at the at Pulgas you would go and you guys? Yeah, Pulgas. Uh, were you the river? You, you don't have to say if you were, were, but were you involved in the whole those little gangs? No, were- no, and see, that's that's what's crazy that um, they wouldn't even they wouldn't mess with me ever, mm-hmm. you know, because I was riding I was riding by myself. I never liked having girlfriends because I didn't like to get told like where I can't go and can't you know where I can be and I'll be, <laughs> and so and I hated that yeah. seriously, and so um, it, it was it was just me and the buddies, and then I I hung out with fuck like I think it was like fifteen of us, but we never considered oh we're you know so and so gang yeah. no no never 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 like that, yeah, and, so- and every time we would get in a fight if it was a fight that we were getting into I would always tell them it's one on one they kick my ass and then we're calling it good. Yeah. You know, but I would never like, oh, let's go jump this guy. And, you know, it was never like that. Mm-hmm. And since you were getting into fights all the time and you said you, Mike ended up bailing you out, was it because you were, like, did they call the cops and then the cops came and arrested you guys? Or was it just no, it's like, beat uh, too bad? Saturday, I would get, I would get, uh, I would get in a fight like a Friday or Saturday night. Mm-hmm. And when they leave your ass in jail until Monday. Oh, dang. And then Monday you have your court, mm-hmm. you know, and then, well, you know, with a bell of six hundred bucks, which twelve hundred bucks or something like that, and then you know I'd call Mike or Benny or my brother, my older brother. I would never call my dad, mm-hmm. and um, and Mike would actually. And then there's one time that I think I spent the first time I spent like maybe two weeks in jail, mm-hmm. and Mike would come and see me like maybe once or twice a week. What What would you tell your dad during these times? You know, I don't really remember. Mm-hmm. You know, I was I think. And don't get me wrong, you know, I have love and respect for my dad, and it's always, we always respected him, but I was more scared of my older brother, Lencho. Um, what did yeah. he, what would he tell you? Oh, he would smack the shit out of me. 
Oh yeah, he, he you know, he lived that life too, but not <clears> fighting, <throat> but you know, drinking and partying and you know, drinking and driving and shit. He 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 left. He, he lived that life too, but mm. um, he didn't want us to see to see us go down that path. And me coming, being the youngest of, of eight, mm-hmm. my sister was never in trouble, but. All of all of the the, the 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 guys like we were always you know mm-hmm. either in a fight or or you know we all had our little you know. And he's the oldest of the guys, right? Yeah, yeah, he is the oldest, and it was my sister and then him. Okay. Yeah. And I know you mentioned it before that even you're fighting like sometimes you got in a fight in the shop. Uh, I remember. Yeah, that. I got in a fight a couple times actually in the shop, um, and it was more you know, then it, it, a lot you know it was. Uh, the way they talked back, mm-hmm. you know, and or, or the disrespect. Like my 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 dad always showed me respect. Mm-hmm. You know, if you, you if they respect you, you respect them back, and 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 there was respect, but the disrespect is what really bugged me. Mm-hmm. You know, well, you know, being loud and being, you know, just swearing or cussing at people for no reason, but but not playing. You know, they weren't. It wasn't a joke. Mm-hmm. That's what caused me to slap people in the mouth pretty much. And then Mike, you know, but Mike never, never threatened to fire me or mm-hmm. he'd just like grab him and I'll grab him. And then he'd take like, if he might grab me, he would put me in his car and we would drive off so I could cool off or he mm-hmm. would take the other kid and they would drive off to cool off. But what, what do you think like now, do you think he never actually just like fired you and like this dude's getting in a fight all well, the time? Well, what, what it was like, I started proving myself on what I could do, mm-hmm. you know, and, and we, we would lose people and I'd jump in that position. Mm-hmm. Like there was a time that I worked there at Tops that I, I had three jobs. I, I was working at Tops. I was sharpening, grinding at, at like after, like I think I got out of, I got out of Tops at 3.30. Mm-hmm. And then from there, um, I would go over to, to Sean's to another place where, where we sharpened mm-hmm. and he would pay me, you know, my paycheck, but we would sharpen Tops knives there. Mm. You know, and, and sharpen and grind, and then from there I would do custom stuff, custom stuff for tops in my own shop, mm-hmm. and and that's the one I took over, and and we were, like I I built that shop up to to uh, have how many people Jesus was there with me, uh, right there in Amman, like eight, like maybe, about eight people, eight nine. nine people that that I had, and then there Mike bought me out, mm. and that's when I started like, um, that's when we joined everything up to to where we're at now. Mm. <clears throat> so, so you used to work before with Leo at with Tops, and then like you stopped, and then you started working. No, again? no, no, he he'd hire me like a uh, freelance, so I'd take pictures for him. He'd pay oh. me like a certain amount per knife, and then I'd give him the pictures, and then he'd do whatever he needed to do with them. But when I started, I think it was still yours, right? Correct. Yeah, yeah. it it didn't last long before they before yeah. I guess Mike bought. So it so me my shop my personal shop, I went from my dad's. We built a little sh- garage in the back of my dad's house, mm-hmm. and then from there I moved it to a couple storage units on Woodruff, mm-hmm. and then from there I, I got a bigger a bigger uh, place in, in um, on uh, Ammon Lincoln. That's where Carlos was working at, right? Correct. He, mm-hmm. I know he mentioned it before. Well, Carlos and Herman that they started, they started the with me. Bay, yeah, right? they started in the two bay in the, the garage. They're, they're the ones that the those people unit. listening. Those are the ones that do like the sharpening, Correct. the serration, sharpening, the buffing is them too and, still. And it's funny because they've been with you for so long, and they're so good at it. Because every time we post stuff, or like people really compliment them all the time, like yeah, on, they're great on the work they do, and and see, and, and they make it look easy. And I get I get a couple people that have asked me like, you know, why is Carlos still sharpening? Why haven't you guys got more people? If you guys ask Carlos that, I bet you he'll hit you. <laughs> yeah, he's not letting that go. No, no, no. I actually talked to him about it on Friday. 
we were talking about that, mm-hmm. if, you know, to hire a couple more people. So, and he he was just looking at me like, no, that's nah, my spot. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, no, I think we're you know we're, we're good right now. Yeah, and he does it yeah. very well. No, he is. He's good at what he does, and you know, for 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 me, you know. I, I thought I was the best knife sharpener there was, you mm-hmm. know, and, and I look at Carlos now and I'm not even close. So what made you stick with top like, with You know, top and to be so honest, long? what made me stick, and, it, and it's crazy because you, you had him on the show, um, but the reason I stayed with Tops was because my goddamn probation officer. <laughs> they, they threatened to put me in prison for mm-hmm. two years because I was on probation for fighting. And so they threatened to put me in, in prison for mm-hmm. two years because that's what I had over my head if I quit that job. Dang. <laughs> yeah. So he had his probation officer on your show? Uh, no, he had a, uh, Troy? What's, a Troy. Yeah, because Troy was Jose Moreno's uh, like understudy. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, he used to do that for the longest and time. And so, so when I when I met Troy, that he went over to the shop. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I've seen you before, man. And he looks at me. He's like, Yeah, you, you look familiar too. I'm like. Did you used to be with Jose Moreno? And he just started laughing. He's like, no, <laughs> I remember. Yeah, because uh, I remember when I, I brought him up uh, back when all that was happening, right? Mm-hmm. And he was going to come visit the shop. You know, we, yeah, we yeah. won't get into that. Yeah. He was going to come visit the shop. And he's like, I think I know. Let me see a picture. And I showed him. He's like, I he think I familiar. know him. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, I think I know him. And I'm sitting here like, whoa, yeah. I, like, uh, along t- like I said, I, I used to see you around too. Like, especially yeah. when you hang around in Idaho you, for so long. You tend to know. Like, see the same people. Yeah, yeah. See the yeah, same faces. Just don't know them. But yeah, you may not know them, but, like, but you, you know them. Know of them. No. So I'm like, maybe he just seen you around or something like that. And yeah. then uh, then he was telling me that, that he used to do like the whole like probation stuff. Because yeah. there was other people that I know that he was like the, the probation officer and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. And it's crazy how it works. Like, And he, I see him now, you know, long hair, whatever. And back then, he was bald. Yeah. He oh, was, really? Yeah, he, your hair he, your hair is long. Like a shortcut? He, he was, yeah. uh, like, on the, when we had him on the podcast, he, he talked about he was also around with the wrong people at the time. And what made it, made him change who he hung out with was that a whole, like, drive-by shooting that happened at his home. Mm-hmm. His home. He talked about it on the podcast. Yeah. And he's like, that's when I was like, I don't want to do this. So he used to be involved in, like, yeah. getting in trouble and all this that other life. stuff, too. Yeah. And then he, he switched on the other side because I think he had to. I'm not sure if he had to. In order to like get reduced probation or something. Yeah, and for me, like I said, really Jose Moreno, Mm -hmm. you know. And I seen him the other day, and I shook his hand and I told him, you know, because of him, you know, I am where I am. Yeah, because if if it wasn't, yeah, (laughs) if it it wasn't for them like forcing you to stay there, right? It could have led you down a different path. It would, and then and the reason was it wasn't that I didn't like what I was doing. Yeah, it was like you know. I love her, and I'm always gonna love her and respect her. But Helen, Mike's wife, she Mm -hmm. was she was tough. She was hard to work with. Mm-hmm. You know, she, she really told you what she felt. And when I would go to jail and I'd come back two days later, you know, she'd be like, you're the reason. If something happens to the company, it's going to be your fault. Damn. You know, and putting that on my shoulders, and I'm like, fuck, you mm-hmm. know. And she'd make me cry. I'd, I'd break down in tears. Seriously. Damn, that's wild. I, I didn't know. Yeah, I, I remember he, he talked about knowing you and things like that. And to me, I find it like... I, I talk about it, too. Like, when uh, my old job, when they told me, hey, no, we're not going to give you a raise, right? If they would have said yeah at the time, this probably wouldn't have happened, right? Like, I would have probably still been working over there. Like, uh, But the reason they told me no. So did you do, did you do, back then, did you do this, what you're doing now? Not, 
Not so, as much. So what happened, like, before I got told no, we would make... Now we're going to interview the editor now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we, we, we would do uh, video, Ross videos all the time, right? Like, we would... But it was, like, on a phone and a little piece of ca- right. crap cram- camera. But then when they told me no, that's when I was like, you know, what the hell? Like, I don't want to yeah. be doing this for the rest of my life. So then, for some reason, I'm like, I'm going to buy a camera. And then I learned how to use it. And then a few years later, like, you offered me a job. Uh, I have a whole media company, my own podcast now too. And mm-hmm. to think that if they wouldn't have, if they would have gave me the raise, it would have probably led me in a different path. Yeah. Kind of like similar to you. Like if they wouldn't have forced you to stay there, you could have probably gotten in trouble. And like, yeah, and Jose Moreno actually threatened to take my truck. And that's when I was building <laughs> my truck. And, and he's like, you know, go to jail in that truck. Um, we're, we're taking it. You know, it's, it's ours. And then like, they probably got, got to know, oh, it's, it's Leo in that truck right there. Like, oh, so everybody, they the, everybody that would see me would know who I was. And it's crazy because, you know, back then, you know, like, don't fuck with that guy. Don't mess with that guy. Mm-hmm. You knew that. And I was one of those guys, like, you know, like, watch out, he's crazy. You know, don't. That's something. And, it and, is something we heard. <laughs> you know, I know, I know. And and, I and now people, people, like, that were, I guess, scared of, of approaching me or talking to me mm-hmm. they you know they see me now and they see how and they're like dude I, like back then i was even scared to talk to you man or be around you because you know you're a firecracker and you're gonna blow up and nobody knew when and mm-hmm. and we didn't want we, you know people wouldn't invite me over to a party because they're like you know he's just gonna come and ruin it and yeah. and and knowing that now i'm like shit man you know that sucks did, did you really did you ever think about that then no absolutely not like you were just no. i'm cool like, like you're just doing his own thing i was doing my own thing and and like i said i always rolled around by myself yeah. I never had a bunch of guys with me. When I would see the guys was when I would get to the place I was going, and and you know if something's gonna happen. I would take my truck and it'd be by myself. Mm-hmm. Did you ever get to a point where you got in trouble, like, and it really threatened like you to be out here, like your freedom? Or anything yeah, like yeah. That? So, so I guess the last the last time that I I say that I could say I stepped in, in, in jail was three months, mm-hmm. and that's when I realized you know, and I was about to have a kid and. I'm like, man, this you know, this is not for me. Mm-hmm. You know, I I spent three months in there, and um, and I guess I just opened my eyes. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm like, I got a good job. Uh, you know, I I want to do more, and and I'm like, man, like I don't want this. Mm-hmm. You know, and I like, I'm not trying to say it in a bad way, but I've always liked money. Yeah, and I hate even not, you know, being able to 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 like even there. You know, I can't even buy a goddamn soup. Mm-hmm. You know, and 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 in jail, and I'm like, man, you know, I'm not gonna live this life like this. Mm-hmm. And so that's when I started dedicating more time into what I did, and I started drawing more, and I start, you know, and and there was a time that Mike told me, I don't care if you grind another knife in your in your life, mm-hmm. as long as you keep drawing, you're set. Yeah, because the way you draw knives, it's you make it look so easy, and but see, it's not. It's not to easy me. To draw. I feel like I draw worse than cartoon drawings i swear to god that that's how i feel you know mm-hmm. my drawings on my knives you know but i i feel well i get out what i want to what i want people to to see i get out mm-hmm. you know was jesus over here with his magic on the computer makes him look you know masterpieces but because yeah, i remember mm-hmm. we recently did the the employee thing like when we had a draw yeah, yeah. and hold, i was struggling so bad i was all using a ruler like trying to make <laughs> i was like because leo like because you are gonna see it and i'm like i gotta make it look good but yeah. you, when you start, because I, I saw you draw sometimes, it just looks so natural, like the way he draws it. And yeah. I'm like, how in the hell? Like, but and it's crazy because out of all my brothers, mm-hmm. um, my my 
Well, not my oldest, not not Lenjo, but the two other ones are really good artists. Oh yeah, yeah. Really Hector used to paint, man. H- Hector Holy painted. Shit. He drew. <clears throat> he he's actually drawn drawn tattoos for his friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know? Hector can draw. There was a, there's an eagle that he has on his back that he drew, and the 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 guy that that put that on him said, "I'll trade you your, your drawing for, for my work." And oh, Hector, he grabs it and he rips it up and he's like, "Here's your four hundred and fifty bucks." Oh dang! So he, I went with he, him. he didn't let him keep. He oh no, no, he ripped it up. He's like, you know, I drew it. I wasn't the only one to have it, and he ripped it up and paid him four hundred and fifty bucks. Oh shit! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Has he drawn like any of your tattoos? No, no. He doesn't want no. to, or this one, this one that I have here, uh, my brother Javi drew it in prison and sent it to me, and that's why I put it on me. Oh. So everything like I got tattooed on me is a meaning for, for a reason. Yeah. Oh dang! Um, yeah, he he also has hit the knife. Yeah, and chete, the, yeah. Chete. what made you get el chete? Because that wasn't um, your first one, was it? Oh, no, it wasn't. But it, it was just something that I always wanted to do, like a big chopper. Mm-hmm. And I did the Power Eagle. I did other designs. But that one... Really hit, too. It really hit. But I, it's one of the fastest drawings I ever drew. I drew and made this in about half an hour. Oh, shit. Like, made it out of steel. Dang. In, like, half an hour, 45 minutes. One of the fastest knives I've ever made. Damn, I didn't know oh, that. Well, he, yeah. didn't, he didn't change much afterwards. Because usually... Usually he draws a knife, mm-hmm. he'll have it cut out, he'll do the thing, and then he'll change a little bit. Yeah, he'll change, change something, the choil mm-hmm. or whatever. That one, I don't think he modified it no, that much. No, no, I didn't. Mo- and, then, and like I said, we, <clears throat> by, yeah, in about half hour, 45 minutes, I had one cut out. Okay. And then the only thing that took me the longest ride with it, it was getting the heat treated. Yeah. Did Benny do it? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Benny, Benny, Benny's the guy. So, yeah. so it was... You said after you got in trouble, you did your three months, right? Yeah. Uh, what were you doing during that time at Tops? Were you still doing the same things, like the? So, so that's when that's when I started working the three jobs. That's when I started, like, said, you know, I wanted more, mm-hmm. more money, and then, um, at that same time, my my daughter was born back then. So my daughter Sklali was born, and uh, um, right after that, um, I think a year after that. But I still have the three. I was still doing the three things. Mm-hmm. Um, I started fixing my wife's papers. Mm-hmm. And so she had to go to Mexico. She went to Mexico almost for four years. And so I had to, I had to pay a house payment down there. And I had mm-hmm. to pay my house payment here. So it all worked out. Mm-hmm. You know, it was all, like, written perfectly because I could afford it. Yeah. You know. And then when she's about to come back, I sold back to Mike. I sold, you know, the other, the, the my, my part to Mike. And then we got into a big blow up with the other guys that were doing the doing the the blade for us. We're mm-hmm. in Sean, where I used to go sharpen and grind. Mm-hmm. We had a big blow up, and I and uh, and it was over some money that he owed me. And um, and I told him when I left there, I'm like, everything you do for tops, I'm gonna take from you. I promise you. And he laughed. He's like, get the fuck out of my shop. Mm-hmm. And and so my my goal and my 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 everything that I had in me. I was gonna take everything he did, mm-hmm. and so a little bit after that is when I met Troy, where where we do our CNC stuff. Yeah, and I started taking it a little bit at a time, a little bit at a time, and and I started pushing more on our side, and I took everything from him. And a year like or so after that, I took everything. I met him at a show, mm-hmm. and when I seen him coming, my heart started pumping. I started getting that adrenaline rush when I was about to get in a fight, and yeah. I'm like, he better not say something wrong, or I'm gonna hit him. Mm-hmm. You know, and the, you know I wasn't looking for problems then you know and so um and he showed he comes up and he he shakes my hand he's like he told me you promised and i'm like what are you talking about 
He's like, you said you're gonna take everything away from me that I did, you know, and, and you did. And he's like, I respect you. He's mm-hmm. like, anytime you need help, you let me know. And we became friends after that. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. The, for those people that don't know, if Leo says he's gonna do something, he's oh, we're gonna watch do out. It. He's gonna yeah, do it. We're gonna like, do he's, it. Yeah. He's gonna figure it yeah, out. Yeah, Ben, 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 uh, Benny. You know, Benny's like I said, I've known him for since we were like seven or eight. Mm-hmm. But him and his brothers, we've been best friends. And so, the way that things worked out with Benny was, he started with us too, almost the same time or a year after I started, mm-hmm. and then. You know, and, and Mike from, you know, when I first started, I would be part-time with Mike, and sometimes he had work for me, and sometimes he didn't. Mm-hmm. And so I would go and work in a, at the warehouse, and I would go to Hamer and work in the potato warehouse up there. Or, uh, you know, I, I had other little jobs, so I did other stuff, but Benny Benny always stayed there. Yeah. And so when when we moved from there to Whittier, they, well, Benny was there for a while, and then uh, we said... Mike sent Benny over to Sean's, and that's why from there on out, Benny was separated. But it was Mike, the one that sent him over to, to do stuff for our stuff mm-hmm. with another guy. And so Benny's still been with us, you know, working, doing our stuff, but with a different With a different boss. Comp- yeah. Yeah. So for those that don't know, what does Benny do at, at Benny Lons? does our heat treat. Benny, you know, I, I could say it loud and clear, man. Benny is probably one of the best on the west coast to do a heat treat a freehand heat treat yeah, in the world like people people send stuff to us to get heat treated by him and he don't realize it you know and you know but Benny wake up and it's crazy how he I, I forgot who mentioned it I think we mentioned it on the Tops podcast that he essentially touches like almost every knife that goes out correct like, in some way well, or yeah another. some way or another and so the reason I brought Benny up was um, so when Benny would go, like, say, right now with Troy, and he, he told Troy, you know, which is his boss, he's like, when Leo says he's going to do something, be careful. Yeah. Because he'll take your company from you. <laughs> you know, and so uh, Troy and I had a couple conversations this last year of me buying him out and stuff like that. And Benny's like, I told you. <laughs> yeah. That's but, great. Yeah. So you want a, you want another podcast, bro? <laughs> <laughs> you want another podcast? No, no, no. Yeah. We're we're happy where we're at. <laughs> so, th- throughout these years, like after you sold back, you're attending shows. Uh, were you along the way getting like more responsibility? Yeah, yeah. So, 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 you know, I'm going back to to when we first started the office. Mm-hmm. You know, Helen, Mike's wife would uh, would every package that we ship, fifteen of them was a lot. Mm-hmm. And so she would take every every single day afternoon, she would go to a post office and ship knives. And so for me having these other little jobs, when Mike couldn't, Mike couldn't film, you know, uh, have me full time, um, I learned how to do like shipping and, you know, packaging and stuff like that. And so um, finally I told Mike, you know, are you going to ever, you know, are you going to put me on full time or I'm going to look for something because, you know, this is, and that's when I went full time and then we opened up the office part. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I started pretty much like bringing, I, I brought the shipping to the shop mm-hmm. and we started doing the shipping and we started, you know, uh, the sheaths, you know, the sheaths and stuff. We got in a big blow up with the, with the guys that were making the sheaths and see what even the sheaths to use a heat gun, Mike wouldn't let me. Mm-hmm. He's like, take the sheath back to, to Shane was the name um, and he'll fit it. And I'm like, Mike, give me a heat gun and I can do it. Mm-hmm. And he, he was like, okay, mess up the sheath and it's coming out of your paycheck. He's like, I'm paying like, you know, I think it was like 15 bucks or 10 bucks. I don't know what it was 
Freddie Sheath. Mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, take it out. I'm like, but give me a heat gun. And I started, that, that's how, like a lot of the steps we do at the shop now, I came up with. Um, so yeah, just I keep bouncing around because I keep, no, no, these no, flashbacks no, keep yeah. coming no, up. It, you know? it makes sense because yeah. to me, it's all fitting together. Like the little yeah. things that you're, you're doing, like essentially he's, he's probably seeing this, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. oh, he's like, he made this easier. He brought shipping here. He brought this here. He's yeah. making it easier for like it's not costing us more money, but it's like making the company grow. Because uh, a lot of people don't know that you help that company grow. Oh, absolutely. Dramatically, yeah. so, you know? so you know, and 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 don't get me wrong. Like I rode, I I rode in Mike's car every single day. Well, except Saturday, no Sundays, because Saturdays we would sometimes go together too. But for about seven years, mm-hmm. every day, we were. I was as pretty much his driver. Mm-hmm. And and I learned so much from him, and and he would see like my point of view. Like I treated that company like it was mine since mm-hmm. I was just cleaning. You know, mm-hmm. I, I wanted to do, and, and I and but back then we couldn't really say that I was making knives. Mm-hmm. We couldn't really talk about that because mm-hmm. Mike was, you know, he he was bringing in military contracts and stuff, and we couldn't say that we were doing stuff like that. So um, you know, you walk in and you pretty much you know it was this close like. You know, to, to to get a blindfold over your eyes before you could walk in. There. It was very secretive. Yep. Was it really? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, very. Yeah. Even when I so when I so just just about maybe five years ago, uh, we started actually letting people come into the shop to buy a knife. Dang. Yeah, we had, before we would send them off somewhere else or to a website or. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know it was that strict. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, probably. Strict. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Yeah, six, seven years ago. Was it because of the military contracts, or just because they? He just because, but that's a little Mike bit too. of every, everything. Yeah, yeah. But just Mike, it was Mike. The, the he was very because private. Uh, you are the one essentially that started uh, pushing more like the social media, like hey, we gotta like work on. This yeah, too. yeah, you, you know, and, and there was more what I was seeing other people do, mm-hmm. you know, and like I like I say, like you know, I'm not perfect, but I I, I like to try things you know mm-hmm. so if i if i see like a food company doing this well i'm gonna try to work it so we can do that some something similar to that mm-hmm. you know and, and and you know i've been bringing in good guys to to help me out with that and did you ever fear that there would be a backlash because there there's a mixture of people there's hispanics there's white people there's you know all sorts of people that work for tops did you ever feel like there was going to be a backlash as soon as people were like oh he there's a lot of hispanics that work there um yeah, and even me running the company, mm-hmm. you know, getting that 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 racial profile, that, yeah. like oh Mexicans running the company, and I thought it was military, mm-hmm. you know, stuff like that. But you know, uh, it was you know, and Mike said, "Fuck them." That's what he would say. That's, <laughs> that's what why Mike's, I would never be on camera that at the beginning. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. With me going to shows, when I started doing shows, I'd wear a button-down shirt, and I'd have to cover my tattoos. Mm-hmm. My earrings had to come off um, because that's. Mike wanted to show that that, you know, you were clean cut. He yeah. said, you know, like professional. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and yeah. It, I, I find it really like the story, and I, I know a lot of people like I don't think Julio ever heard it. Why did you start wearing uh, long sleeves? And so yeah, so Mike Mike would every time we'd go to shows, um, he would I had to be long sleeves, button up shirt, mm-hmm. you know, to look clean cut, professional, and. The day the day that changed was one of our main buyers, um, so he comes up and and every every Sunday. Oh, this is at a Blade Show in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Um, no, Friday, uh, Saturday, my bad. Every Saturday, uh, 
at 8 o'clock, since I've been going to shows for 15 years, has been his meeting, our main buyer. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, at 8 o'clock in the morning, uh, Mike would fix my collar and make sure and pull down my sleeve so I wouldn't. And so he showed up. We had a meeting with him and, you know, and, and explained, you know, and Mike would, and I was so scared to, to like, I swear I did, I wouldn't sleep that night before because I was so scared to talk to people, mm-hmm. you know. Even Mike would, you know, I'm going away from the story a little bit, but Mike would have uh, a lady that used to do our, our advertising. He would make me call her and tell her about a new knife or tell her I was going to send her some pictures, and I would act dumb. Like I was so busy doing something else, I wouldn't have to talk to her on the phone because I was scared, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. And so, anyways, going back to the, to the shows, um, so we have this meeting with him. Mm-hmm. And whatever, the whole day went by, and then we go back to the hotel. I take off my shirt and just get on the T-shirt on and go down to the bar with Mike. Mm-hmm. And, well, I sit down, and here two seconds later next to me is the owner of the big distributor, yeah. you know, our biggest distributor. Mm-hmm. And he looks at me, he's like, you know, and Mike's like, oh, shit, you should have wore your goddamn, you know. <laughs> yeah, and, and he's like, this is what you should be looking. And he looks at me, he's like, this is how you should be looking at the table. Mm-hmm. He's like, this looks badass. This guy don't swear. Mm-hmm. And that's what he said. Mike, the next day, he, he sent me down the street to a, a sports authority mm-hmm. to buy a polo shirt so I could show my tattoos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And all my, all my dress, all, everything, you know, was... was um, long sleeves. Long sleeves. So I'm in the dress pants with a polo shirt, you know. And, <laughs> and now that's like normal. Like, that's oh, no, no. I'm lying. I'm lying. That day... The next day, I had my my long sleeves. Mm-hmm. I had my long sleeves, and the he he walked by, and he's the one that unbuttoned him and rolled him up, mm-hmm. rolled my sleeves up. And so the next show, the next show, my that's when Mike bought me the the polo shirt. He started buying polos. Yeah, and it's funny how you mentioned it. Like he would make sure that your sleeves were up. Yeah, he would. You know, showing. if if I was talking or, or you know, because I was up and down and getting knives from the bottom, or whatever, and, and and my sleeve would start rolling down, and you know, he'd grab it and roll it up and <laughs> fix my sleeves <laughs> yeah, so to show like, like, yeah. So, what do you feel that, or what do you feel like that tops why tops knives has been so successful throughout the years? You know, we we make it, it's our tools. They mm-hmm. sell themselves. Mm-hmm. To, to be honest, at a show. I can we could set them up the way we set them up, and I, I we don't have to talk to people. Mm-hmm. We talk to people just to you know the courtesy and, and and tell them what we do, tell them about the knives. But they sell themselves. Mm-hmm. You know we we make some great product worldwide. We're probably one of the we're probably one of the companies that has the most selection mm-hmm. of knives in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, and and you know and the way we're pushing things, the way we're pushing things, you know. Thanks to you guys, you know, the help with their social media and stuff like that is oh, blowing it up, you know, and and we're doing what other companies wish they could do. Mm-hmm. And and like I always say, I want to be the leader now. Yeah. I don't want to follow nobody. And so the new finishes, the new the new looks that we come up with, you'll see other companies come up with them. Oh. Next show they come up with their, you Two, know. Two, three months later, yeah. you start seeing yeah. similar stuff. Yeah. Even even <clears throat> the pictures that you guys do. Uh, you, you see other other companies yeah, that, start copying that. that that's what I was going to bring up right now that you allow us to have like our own creative freedom yeah You're not you, like you, yeah. do this do this do this yeah, which allows exactly. us to come up with like, new because a, a big following now is, is a lot of younger generation mm-hmm. you know the old generation like like Mike like Mike hated this whole social media thing he thought I was stupid for opening up a Facebook page mm-hmm. at first 
Um, you know, and, and he was just real private. And he's like, hopefully those don't, this don't come back and bite us in the ass. Mm-hmm. That's what he would say. You know, and so, um, yeah, and now, you know, when Mike passed away last year, uh, he was happy. Oh, yeah. You know, he, he wanted to be in every social media platform we had so he could, you know, come in and, 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 and tell you how your work was and how, how proud he was of what you guys did. And, you know, he, he was liking that, but it took him a long time to, to get there. Yeah, I wonder how he was at first because when I when I jumped on, uh, he was really like open to just so just so you can get an idea how he was at first. Mm -hmm. There's an apartment that he used to live over there by um, Smith on Woodruff. Mm I never stepped a foot inside that door. Mm -hmm. If I needed to take anything over to him, I'd knock on the door, I'd leave it on the doorstep and walk away, and then you'd see him open. Thank you, and pull it in. That's how private he was. Dang. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah, and then like it completely changed because he would he would always he started giving us ideas. You know what I mean? Like on what he, he'd always do that to a certain degree. It's just we wouldn't always agreed with agree with, yeah. agree with his <laughs> yeah because his you know his 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 mentality and his is old school yeah you know and like I said I the, the new generation we we got a big following of that you know that that's who's buying our stuff now. And and if you see everybody on social media, like the the top knife user group and stuff like that, um, that's all they do. They're on social media. You you put something up, and you know you see not even a second later, somebody's liking it, somebody's commenting on it. You know? Yeah, so. it's funny. So it was a, so it was it was kind of like a you'd have to balance between making him happy and doing it, and also making sure that it it wasn't that it didn't sound too weird or, or didn't look yeah. bad. Mm-hmm. So. We try to do as much as possible to make him happy, but at the same time, try to balance to it so that it, thing, it yeah. still worked for what we were seeing so as, for, a, as the image of Tops. For those that don't know who Mike is, who was Mike? Mike Mike was the founder of Top Knives. Mm-hmm. Uh, he he was special forces, uh, um, so he was you know military, and, and he was hardcore. He was like he's, he used the word hardcore. You know mm-hmm. he he was he was a badass. You know his stories and, and his military background, and you know I talked to him every day about it, and he had a story to tell me every single day. Maybe once he told me something twice, but mm-hmm. always something different. And he's the one that started that company because um, K Bar was a knife that he carried, and he sna- he'd keep snapping them, mm-hmm. he'd keep breaking them, and so that's his whole background of of, of military experience. Knife never worked. Yeah. And so he wanted to build something that could perform in the field. So, you know, his, his first knife, the Stuligo 107, was a big chunk of steel. Mm-hmm. You know, big piece of steel that people couldn't break. You know, and, and I've gotten some back. Um, I actually traded a guy, I think, I think it was a tracker and a scout, two knives for one of them old Steel Eagles. The yeah. first, some of the first, first knives we made by hand, like completely made by hand. And that's his first design, right? That was his first design. And it's still like one of the most popular ones. That it is. It is. And in, like different you know, variations now. And, and that's why we, we keep improving the, the, the look on it and, and modern, you know, making it more modern and stuff like that. Uh, and, and But it still sells. You know, it's still. Yeah, when you think of tops, that's definitely the first one you think of. Yeah. Yeah, that, that, that's actually one that caught my eye right up right off the beginning like it, it just looks and you see other companies try to copy that style mm-hmm. uh but it, when they do it looks so similar so 
Chinese put it out, but other companies local here in the states they they yeah, don't because they it's don't. too close to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I want to take it back a little bit. Did you ever at any point think that you would be in this position? Absolutely that you're not. I I I swear to God, and I told my mom this the other day that thirty was my number mm-hmm. that I was going to get to the wood life I lived. Dang. Yeah. And how old are you now? Thirty-eight. Well, I'm glad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're all glad. <laughs> so, uh, so since your first work, uh, you know, since sophomore year, is that right? How many? It years was like freshman. Been? It was freshman around there. So freshman until now, how many years has that been? That's I'm almost 21 years there. 21 years? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. I, I, I 23 ish almost. Yeah, almost. Yeah. Almost. Yeah. You know what? Tw- I keep saying 21. Yeah. Year after year, but say <laughs> <laughs> 21 for like the fast. I want to so, get younger. <laughs> so within the 21 years, how many uh, personal knives do you actually own? Own, own. Yeah. Oh, like, the whole Shilla. building. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's I got it's, about 4,000 stuns stock yeah. right now. <laughs> he he <laughs> he creates like some custom ones. Okay. That some people don't even haven't even seen. Like one on one, just. Yeah, just, just for himself, one. for hunting, okay. for... Because I remember you came up with that. You told me not to share it. There's a El Chete that he made, like, custom, like, engraving handles. Yeah, and yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah. And, like, yeah. I asked you why you did it, and you just... <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, I just wanted, like, this just design's because. badass, yeah. though, huh? Yeah. <laughs> and so I can only imagine how many knives... Yeah, I have, like you that. know, in the shop, you know, when I have some free time, just ask me, and mm-hmm. I'll show you. I'll show you my... I have about... Like four cabinets, probably five cabinets in the yeah. grinding room, mm-hmm. full of one-off or custom prototypes and stuff like that. Yeah, he's got a he's got a wall in his office that has probably almost thirty knives or more. More, more about oh, wow. say forty, and that's just like probably like five percent or 10, oh, what like we, oh, what he okay. has. Okay. Did, did you <laughs> when you started putting those on the wall? Did you were you like they're not gonna fit here? No, so I didn't just, even think of that. I was my thought was to cover the whole goddamn room. We've engraved knives that are supposed to be because knives that go on the wall have a certain number, mm-hmm. and we've engraved more than he's got up there. So I yeah. know there's there's I walls that were destined cover, for that wall somewhere. Yeah, I could I cover know. that whole wall with the knives that I have. So yeah, it's, we got a bunch, of, and these are blades that are mine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what are I mean? Where, where do you see tops going now? For, like in the future, since you're. I mean, you've been the president for a few years now, and like you're in charge. Yeah, I've been I've been running like running running tops, um, about six seven years, mm-hmm. running tops, and um, like owner owner, um, we were fifty fifty with Mike, and that was like two years, mm-hmm. three years, and then you know when Mike passed away, you know became one hundred percent, but. Um, Tops, man, Tops. You know, Tops is going to be, if you guys are familiar with, with one of the oldest knife companies, uh, Buck. Buck Knives. Buck Knives is probably like a 130-year-old company. Mm-hmm. And that got passed down from the dad to the son to the grandson right now. Mm-hmm. Um, that's my goal, to keep passing it on. To keep passing yeah, it on, keep yeah, it alive. Yeah, absolutely. With all new knives. You know, there was a, <clears throat> one time, you know, things were, you know, uh, and a lot of people don't know this, but... Um, you know, Mike was sort of stressed out. Things were happening, and there was a company that came, another knife company, big knife company. And that company, that knife company, is backed up by another company that does software mm-hmm. and uh, or, or, or stuff like that. You know, with the you know, so they they make millions and millions of dollars. Yeah. And so that that the owner, the the president running the company of the knife company, told the, the owner, 
you know, we should try to buy Tops out. You know, and so they came to Mike and and they they offered him fifteen million it was fifteen million dollars for Tops. And uh and um I didn't know that. You know, and Mike came and he, he brought me in the in the in his room and he's like, um, you know, the, so and so, I'm not gonna say the name of the company. Yeah, you know, fuck them. But um, <clears throat> they're trying to buy us out. <laughs> no, they're, they're gonna try to they're gonna try to buy us out, and uh, and um, you know, what, what do you think? Mm-hmm. I'm like, you're not gonna sell, right? And he's like, no, no, you know, they're gonna give me. He never told me the price. He's like, but how about we do this? You know, we can start something else, but I'll give you a million dollars. And I'm like, I I stayed quiet, and Mike thought I stayed quiet, like holy crap, a million dollars, mm-hmm. you know. And I'm like, but you're not planning to sell, right? And he's like, it's not like just just think, you know. He's like, just read this paper, and it was just like legal stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I didn't understand that, you know. I'm like, let me take it and read it, you know. And he's like, no, no, just just sign. Well, he's like, just sign here, sign here, and uh, I'll give you a copy. And I'm like, no, I want to read it first. He's like, all right. He's like, you know, the contract said they they the only reason they would buy tops, I had to sign for ten years. I had to stay on for ten years. Okay. I was the only one of the company they want that they they I had to sign the contract with them mm-hmm. because of the design, because of what we were doing, because of what I was doing. And I'm like, you know, and I bring it back to Mike, and he's like, take a read through it, you know. Should I give these? And I grab it and I rip it. I'm like, what do you think of Michael? I'm like, we put our blood, sweat, and tear into this company, mm-hmm. and you're going to sell it? I'm like, if you do, I'm out. And I threw the paper on the desk. I'm like, I'm done. Mm-hmm. He's like, no, no, no. I just wanted to see what they're offering. And then years down later, I run into this guy at the at SHOT Show in Vegas, mm-hmm. and he told me the story that he offered Mike $15 million to buy, to buy Tops out. Dang. And I'm like, and he's like, what do you think of that now? And I'm like, yeah, give me fifty million. I'm like, so I can give all my employees a million each. And I'm like, and, and I'll do it. Yeah, you know. And he's like, there's no way in hell I'm gonna give. I'm like, there's no way in hell I'm gonna sell tops. Yeah, yeah. E- even if they, they're like, okay, we'll give. You, I don't. You wouldn't sell it. I like, would. No, just no, no, knowing no. you, you wouldn't. No, right now they could offer for me whatever they want, and I wouldn't sell it. Yeah, there's companies right now that, like, when Mike passed away, that same guy, you know, reached back out and, Leo, anything I can do, you know, I want to fly up there in the summer, and mm-hmm. I didn't even answer his email. Yeah. Dang, I know crazy. what they're going for. So. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's, uh, I've loved every minute working there, you know what I mean? And and it, and it comes down to the, the environment you could put, because yeah. you put, like, a great environment, you know, not a lot of companies do that. Yeah, and see, like, I don't, people get stressed out because of what they're doing. But not because we're pressuring them, or mm-hmm. not because we have, you know, we're we're really strict and we're really pushing. It's it's the work, you know. They have so much work going on, and and it's a pressure they bring on themselves, you know. Uh, and a lot of people is what because they want to do it and they want to do it right. So that's the pressure they. Think. And there, you're not afraid of messing up because you're gonna get in trouble. You're more afraid of messing up because you're gonna. You don't want to. What's the word? You don't want to look bad for them mm-hmm. like does that make sense yeah, yeah, like yeah. you don't want to let them down like at least me like i don't i'm not worried about him yelling at me mm-hmm. i'm worried about me letting him down yeah no it's, it's just, i hear that i hear that a lot like you know i'm not worried about what you're gonna say is me letting you down you know yeah. 
like that's even with Craig, you know, and and you see how and Craig's our right hand man, you know, yeah. but even him, he sees me quiet. He's like, dude, anything I can do, like how can I help you? I'll I'll drop some of my stuff mm-hmm. onto the other guys. I can take it away from you. I'm like, no, you know, it's, it's part of work. You know, I'm stressed because of what's happening, not because of what's happening in here. You know, it's, yeah. You know, it's just either banks, lawyers, or mm-hmm. you know, the, the the bigger stuff that. Yeah, you know. it's like right now. Like we wish we could be more of help. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like right, you get that feeling. Like, like we, you know, I, like want, I wanna, like I really want you to know that we have your back, but we don't know how. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And so, like this podcast that you guys did last week, mm-hmm. I really wanted to be there. Yeah. But everything that happened in that time frame, you know, I had to close my door mm-hmm. in my office. Because I was just so stressed out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, everything just that happened in that two-hour, three-hour period. Yeah. You know? And then there's nothing I can do. Like, I, like I, you know, I told my wife, if I could pay $100,000 and clear all this, I would have done it already. Yeah. You know, just to make it right. You know? But it's part of work, part of life, you know? Yeah. And to me, what, what I like a lot is that you give, especially Jesus and I and now John, um, is John here? Yeah, he. The fuck's there, John? For real. <laughs> uh, you give us a lot of creative freedom, and not a lot of companies will do that because they're too like, no, this is what you got to do. This is what you got. Us, we're like, we yeah. come up with ideas, but you guys know what's right and what's yeah. wrong. You know yeah. what we can and can't do. Mm-hmm. You know, you you know that tops who try to cre- create a, like a clear image of mm-hmm. uh, a, a, a badass image. Yeah, you know, not make us look weak and, and stuff like that. And you guys know that. Mm-hmm. So by the stuff you guys are putting out, you know, it's. It's sick. It's sick stuff. You know, I still to the day, you know, I can't, I can't tell you a thing you guys done that I'm, I didn't like that at mm-hmm. all. You know. Yeah, and, and that's where a lot of people message me and they're like, "This is what you're like doing." I'm like, "Yeah," because, like I said, you give us that freedom to like come up with an idea, and we like we mention it to you. You're like, "Yeah, let's do it. Like, let's do, do it. it. Try." I don't. It, yeah. I don't think there's been an idea that we brought up. Because uh, you said, like, we know what we're not supposed to do and what we are supposed to do. That's so h- how, how did you feel when the Instagram, because we got a pretty good following on social, all the social medias. Yeah. Like, yeah. How, how did that feel? Like, seeing all the growth, seeing the interaction with, especially, like, to me, I don't know how it is personally, just because I don't have a knife yet. Yet. Uh, yeah. Like, people <laughs> seeing your designs and loving them, like, how does that feel? You know what I mean? Like, it, it was it was insane. So even going back from the beginning, I was probably the first Hispanic to ever get an actual write-up in a magazine of a knife that I designed. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it was through a tactical knife, and the, it was the California Cobra. And back then, you didn't really see that crazy idea or design. Mm-hmm. And I pushed that. If we would have had a booth at that show, I would have took the knife of the year. Oh, shit. Yeah, with that design. How, how did that feel, like being... Well, I wanted to cry, of course. <laughs> you know, I wanted to be the, you know, have a knife of the year. Yeah. And, um, but it's hard being a manufacturer. It's it's a lot harder to to do get them kind of them kind of uh, awards and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Um, but still, you know, every knife we come up with, every every design, and and just hearing one or two people talk about it, you mm-hmm. know, not thousands of people talk about it. It just like this is why I do what I do. Yeah, and so like before I started working there, uh, I kind of knew about. I didn't know about a lot about knives, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, now, when you go to restaurants, do you look at every? Oh, knife? I look at every knife. Yeah. <laughs> I, I used to have a knife before I I worked there, and then after working there, I threw the other one away because I'm like, I don't want this piece of shit. Like this thing is, <laughs> is crap compared to like yeah. the one I have. Yeah. And so uh, I remember I was telling 
because it's 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 getting a lot bigger here in, in Idaho yes, Falls, right? Yes. But like, yeah. if you go outside of Idaho Falls, it's, it's a massive, yeah. like, especially when I went to the show with you guys. Yeah. Like this brand, people is are massive. stopping you on the street, and and like I said, people here don't know, really know who we are. But you go to Salt Lake City, and and I drive my truck with my logo. People will be honking on the side <laughs> of the road, and and, and you know, yelling at me. And at, at first. I was like, what the fuck? They want to fight? You know, yeah. what's going on? But, you know, tops. And I'm like, oh, my God. Oh. I got the logo on the side. <laughs> You're flipping them off. <laughs> getting out. Like, uh, I remember the moment I realized that the tops was big was uh, when we were in Vegas. Like, shot show. So when uh, you got us a limo and we went down to the, the old Las Vegas, we were just walking around, right? Yeah. None of us had our tops gear on. No. Like, we were just walking. And then some, like a group of guys are like, "Hey, look, it's tops, it's, it's tops." tops. Yeah. None of us had tops gear on. He had yeah. a different, not even a tops hat on. No. And they're like, "Oh, you guys are tops knives, tops knives." And I'm like, "Holy shit!" Like these dudes knew who we were. Like just just, just walking yeah. around. <laughs> and like, like I said, we didn't have. It was all of all, everyone that was at the show. Nobody had tops gear on. Yeah. And at that point, I was like, "Holy shit!" Like this, this is a big brand. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you don't yeah. you don't see it. Or realize it until you see it. You yeah, know? when we walk into stores, like we we when we travel, I try to find dealers around that area, mm-hmm. and I just want to go and shake their hand, you know, and and just you know, and people will be like, "Oh my God, is Leo?" You know, and he's walking in. Hey, can we get a picture with you in the booth mm-hmm. on the on our on our counter and stuff like that? So I thought at first I thought they wanted me laying there naked, or something. <laughs> <laughs> but no, they just wanted me to be in front of the nice one. Yeah, want <laughs> quick pick. Yeah. <laughs> so so how does that cool. feel like being? Known it's like it's that, cool. It, it it's it's uh, a feeling that I've never you know the first time I thought they were messing with me, mm-hmm. like oh yeah they're trying pranking to make, you. Yeah. You know, but now it's like gotten used to it. Yeah. You know, but I'm like, oh yeah, Leo Spinoza, I'm big and bad. No, it's just you know the brand is big. You know, it's big here in the state, here in Idaho. It's it's getting there. You know, I try to do a lot more uh, uh, local events and, and sponsors and stuff like that to get our logo. You know, like you go to like Thunder Ridge. You know, I got my logo all over that school. You know, it's, it, it's funny because uh, so when we were playing soccer last week, right? You know how we were playing with those young guys. Yeah. There was a kid on there. Uh, I don't remember his name. He's like, hey, that's Leo, right? And I'm like, yeah, why? And he's like, he, he like gave us so much money. He like sponsored the, yeah. the soccer team and stuff like that. He's like, can you say, I think he was intimidated by you. <laughs> yeah. He's like, can you tell him what we said thanks or I said thanks? I was like, just go tell him. Like, he's right <laughs> yeah, there. But yeah. but I, like, like I said, you're like. Yeah, I sponsored that whole soccer team for Thunder Ridge. So. Yeah, I still tell Edgar to go thank you for me sometimes. Because <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, how tall are you? 60. 62. Yeah. So like. Six two. Uh, some people would be intimidated, like a guy with yeah, a tattoo. Six two, yeah, like, like seven guns on him. Seven guns, yeah. <laughs> gold. You know what I mean? Like always wearing jewelry. So you would think, nah, it's yeah. like a troublemaker and something like that, you know. <laughs> and what I find cool that he does all the time is uh, he's really humble about it. Like he never goes anywhere and says, "I'm the owner of Top no. Uh When they ask him what he does, he's just like, "Oh, I just do some stuff." I, I clean the, like, the bathroom. Yeah, he's like, "I clean up the bathrooms at Tops." I'm the janitor or something. You should get him a shirt that says, "I'm the owner of Tops." Yeah, Craig. When we go to shows and we have t-shirts on, or we go to to a cigar place, you know, and they see our t-shirts with Tops or whatever, like, "You guys carry Tops?" And we're like, "Hey, showing them." Like, oh, what do you guys do there? And right away, like, oh, I clean. He's like, oh, well, you know, you got to do something. And Craig just looks at me like. 
dude. Yeah. He's like, he's the owner. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that's cool that you do that because there's some people who would let it get to their head. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, oh, me, for sure. I got out of my way. I'm the owner. <laughs> it, 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 it's like, yeah, I'm the owner. These guys work for me. You know? yeah. And that's and crazy. It, we still go even when we go out to eat, when we go to shows, mm-hmm. they'll give Craig the bill. They did. They, <laughs> it happened when we went, when we stopped to, for breakfast. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> they gave Craig the bill. Yeah, I've seen that happen before. Yeah, so... Um, like I said, I've loved working there. Uh, hopefully, people get to know you a little bit more. I know you're always yeah, busy, yeah, and I'm yeah. glad you were able to come. And like, especially like Julio, because he—I remember he—he he wanted to get his stepdad a knife, and he didn't know which one to choose yeah. because there's so many. And he's like, "Well, he." Uh, I was there's like, so many stepdads. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's so many knives, no, oh, and he ended yeah. up getting the Texas XL, and yeah. and and it's funny because he, he was like my dad, so I got my dad a knife too, but he doesn't like to touch it because he went online. He's afraid of and, and see the price, yeah, yeah, and he's like he puts it in his safe. And see for for the price we 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 sell them for, it's actually a decent price, yeah. and, and they're they're not that high cost for the amount of work that goes into them. Yeah, the price is relative. Yeah. It's, yeah. It looks it's high, a, but when it's you... It's a good quality, like, knife. Yeah, and it's all made here. Like, right yeah, and it's all like, made here. I was like, damn, I was just blown away how, you know, the quality of it. That's really good. It's as close as you can get to custom without it being custom. Because it's still a manufactured... Yeah, it's like a blade a, like that, like, say, the text <clears throat> that, that you purchased, custom piece, you'd be spending anywhere from eight $900. Yeah. Custom. Yeah, and people don't And really it's close it. to what we do. Yeah. And that one, they're all unique. Right. All There's unique. no two alike, Mm-mm. but... It's still considered manufactured just because yeah. of, the, of the way that it's made. Yeah, yeah and yeah. W- when I first came on, I thought it was normal that you had so many knives. But then you start looking at other people's catalogs, and you're like, they're not even close. No, they have yeah. a max. I've, some companies, like their max max is like 20, and, and that's and even and you a see lot. the big books because they have like a whole write-up of one knife, yeah. you know, through like two, Yeah, 10 pages of yeah, picture sure. of the same knife. Correct. So. You know about how many? Live models we have right now? Live models we have about 285. Two, yeah, over 250. And that's why it's hard when people, they'll be like, hey, like, which one do you recommend? Like, um, do you know we have, like, like, what do you <laughs> yeah. need it for? Like, what, yeah. what are your, like, do you hunt? Do you fish? Do you, like... And you total designed, it's almost, like, what, four something? Or over four. Or over four. Over four, four, yep. Do, do, you, do you know about a rough estimate how many you've designed? I don't. I you don't. just lost count? But, you know... At what number did you lose count? Oh man, <laughs> I don't think I've ever tried to count how many I've designed because, and this is the reason because, even when they send the design in, mm-hmm. I modified it. I modify it to 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 Work. fit to to our style. Yeah, you know, but I don't count that as part of my design. Yeah, um, uh, there come there's knives that that are selling like crazy, and I still put the name of the of the guy to send it in as he, as he's a designer. Because it was like his idea to start with, but it was totally my design. Yeah. <laughs> he totally my. I would like hopefully, you know, one of these days. He even offered it to to Jesus and I. Yeah, uh, yeah, to make. absolutely. Hopefully, one of these days we we'll, we make that custom knife that custom challenge. What if you will? Because I I want to know how it feels to like have something drawn up and then like it. To actually become and then become a tool that you use that exactly. you carry, yeah. It, and then I'll like, probably be like my dad, not want to use it. It's it's cool <laughs> seeing the comments because like I only have one, but yeah. you, you see people are like, "Hey, that's my favorite kitchen." Yeah, knife. so like, the, he, yeah. he actually designed <laughs> yeah. the, the the Dicer Eight, the kitchen one, the one oh, that Andy has. Okay, that yeah, one. Cool. Yeah. We have we have a, another designer here. Hi, Jesus, welcome to the park. Hey, how's it going, guys? <laughs> Huge knife designer here. Designed one knife. <laughs> designed one. Was it? Full? Did he modify it? 
He modified it, yeah. yeah. Of course. A, a little bit, but yeah, it was mainly the design. Do, do you, that knowledge that you have, like, about designing knives, do you wish, do you, do you hope to pass it on to, like, one of your kids or somebody? I, I do, and, and to be honest, like, well, my daughter, you know, she's not really into it. You know, she wants to come and work, but her mom prefers, you know, take care of Leon, you know, mm-hmm. my son, my youngest. But Angel, I don't see that in him, like, ever tell me, like, you know, I want to sit down with you and draw a knife mm-hmm. and make it together. He's never really... He wants to do never, his own thing. Yeah, he wants to do his own thing. Leon, my youngest, I see him, he loves to draw, mm-hmm. you know. And he's seven years old, and of course, you know... He, he loves being there, too. But yeah, he, he loves to be there. And he, he goes, he loves Edgar, you know, every time. <laughs> and he's like, I went to look at Ed, I went to look for Edgar, and John was sitting in his seat. <laughs> I'm like, was he? I'm like, you tell him to move? He's like, can I? I'm like, yeah, tell him to get out of his seat. Yeah, fire him. I thought it was actually in his seat, you know, so I'm like, tell him oh. to get out of his seat. Well, no, they Edgar got they another switched. office, and, yeah, they, and they put offices. him where John oh. used to be. Yeah, and, and it's funny because he comes and visits me now, and like, yeah. uh, we were talking to Steve the other day, and somebody opened the door. I'm like, who was that? And like, who was over there? And it was Leon looking for me. Like, yeah. yeah, he was looking for you, yeah. yeah. He's like, I went there, and you weren't there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, when he was up there. He's getting mad, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I can definitely see yeah. that. Because he, he's into hunting, he's yeah, into he like everything, and yeah. who knows, that could be like, the next... And I was telling, uh, yesterday, I was telling my brother-in-law, we went to uh, the Cal Ranch on Thursday night, mm-hmm. and uh, instead of him grabbing a toy, or grabbing, you know, he goes and he grabs Tannerite, the things that blow <laughs> up, you know, when you shoot. and he's like, you think I can buy these? I'm like... Hell yeah, you can buy it. <laughs> I'm like, what other seven year old comes and can I buy this tannerite? So when we go shooting, we can blow them up. Like, does yeah. uh, does your wife Anna ever get like oh like worried? You know, because no, tannerite uh, before yes, up. before but you know we, we buy it and we put it in my safe. Mm-hmm. But before you know my guns laying around or stuff like that, she was like, put that away, put it in the safe, and now. He's so so he sees my gun. He's not one of them kids that he'll go and try to look at it mm-hmm. because he knows the damage they cause, you know. So he sees my gun and it's like seeing a piece of paper on the table or a bill on the table. They don't, don't even phase him. And it's cool that you've taught him yeah. how to use his own guns because yeah, like you grab a gun and, and if you grab even a toy gun and you point it at somebody, he he'll grab the barrel and like don't point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he'll do that. Dang. Yeah. At least he's learned for, for so young. And I, I can definitely see him being like the next Leo. Just because, like I said, he's grown up there. Yeah, he, he was there born. He, he was actually there about two weeks after he was born. He he, he was at the show. Shit. And he's been there for seven years. Damn. Yeah, he was born the year I started. Was he? Mm-hmm. And he's been there ever since. Well, he's ever there like since. almost every day. I think every yeah. day. Except through the whole pandemic. I know there was some times that he yeah, was there. But... Just because the kids were home. So yeah. the only reason he's not there is when the kids are home. Because even him being there, like he wants to... To stay busy and, and he wants to be with us and mm-hmm. sometimes you know you're just running and doing other things that you can't have him there with you so Dang. yeah no but uh, like i said thank you for coming on like no uh, man i really appreciate it no really i appreciate, appreciate you coming that. on and, <laughs> no uh <laughs> thank you sometimes we had to shut john up he's, he's yeah like, dude john much. man i, I do that have was, a question though. that was a great <laughs> oh, conversation no, 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 you guys didn't even let me answer my <laughs> no no i do have one i know it's kind of like throwing it back a little bit but no go ahead um you did say that um, you didn't want a girlfriend back then because, you know, you want to get bossed around and that. But then you didn't talk about how you met your wife. Like, was oh, that? Yeah. I, I met her. I, I met her in Driggs. 
and drinks through friends. You know, we went up there to party, and 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 back then you really didn't get out of Idaho Falls. You know, if you go to drinks, you're gonna go and you're gonna see the guys down there, and you're gonna get in a fight. San Anthony, you know, Rexburg, like you didn't go to those places because there was a fight for sure. Mm-hmm. And so friends invited us up there to to go kick it with some girls, and so we went up there, and I met her there. Uh, no, you know, I'm lying because I met her here with the same friends, and then, and um, I hope she listens to this because it's so true. Um, I met her here, and I talked to her. We, we, you know, we hit it off, and then I never gave her my phone number because I don't want. It. She came to my house and knocked on my door uh, <laughs> yeah. for your number. Yeah, oh, yeah, I can see on it. Hey, like, yeah. you didn't give me. Your she actually number. went back yeah. to the house where we partied, and that dude didn't want to give her my number, so she told her where I lived. Thinking it was funny, and she came and knocked on my mom's door. <laughs> no, I think she made him give him like your house no- address. I, I probably no, knowing yeah. Anna, like she, she, she probably like you know yeah. burn your house down and you tell me where he lives. <laughs> did, how did she take? Because at that time, I'm pretty sure you were still getting in trouble, like in and out of fights, and how was yeah, she yeah, with and, that? and like, like you know, she brings it up sometimes, not lately, but she'd bring it up like you'd go and drop me off just so you can go and be stupid, and you know she'll bring that up, but she didn't. <laughs> She didn't yeah. like it too much. I would take her home. I'd tell her I was tired. I was gonna take her home. I'd take her home like at six o'clock in the afternoon on a Saturday. <laughs> then I'd go get in a fight at Pulgas or something, <laughs> yeah. and then land in jail. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think I ever asked them too like, how you met Anna. Yeah. So it was do, a, do you, do you feel like she also helped you calm down a little bit? Oh, absolutely. My dad told her the other day that if it wouldn't have been for her, I would have been dead. Shit. Yeah. Yeah, because. Yeah. She, uh, she's like I. Every time I see her in my mind, I still think her. Yeah. Like he told her, my dad was drinking a beer the other day, and he he told her. Does, does he? Does your dad now know like everything that you were doing at the time? No, no, no. He still he, doesn't. You know, um, and still like you know, my dad he hears me swear in English, but never hears me swear in Spanish. Mm-hmm. And I got probably one of the dirtiest mouth <laughs> out of my whole. Family. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, listen yeah. to Top Stanley Grant. Yeah, <laughs> you want to hear the real Leo? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I wanted the people to, like, if they really want to, because we only touched on Mike a little bit, if they want to really get to know who he was as a person, go listen to episode one yeah. of the Top Daily Grind, and you can really get A little know, bit. Not even close. Not, yeah, not even, it doesn't even, like, maybe 1%. But, yeah. Yeah. but it, it's a really good episode yeah. just to get to see what Mike was about, you know what I mean? Yeah. And lucky enough, I was able to meet him and hang out with him for a little while as well, too. So so where where can uh, somebody that wants to get a knife, where can they go? Yeah. Yeah, go to Top Knives, topknives.com. Um, you know, call it in. Call it in. Tell them you listen to this podcast and we're going to hook you up with a hell of a deal. So. Oh, shit. All right. Yeah. There you go, topknives.com. Or, and follow all the social medias there, yeah. too. Yep. It's uh, There's the Top Knives, Facebook, Instagram. There's also the Top Daily Grind. Yep. We There's a podcast over there that we're on as well, and it's yeah. it's hilarious. Yeah, it's, it's a little different than this one, but it's still fun. Oh, it's it, yeah. it's a lot of fun. Uh, like I said, Rod, he loves listening to both. He's like over there. I get my laughs and stuff like that. He's always <laughs> listening, and then here he listens to like, uh, like the sto- people's stories because yeah. people like to get to know everybody and yeah. like what they're about. Because you said it before, people always think that it's Leo in charge. He's like, oh, he yeah, doesn't do yeah. anything. He's he just like... sits in his office. But it's not even close. Or it didn't. It wasn't overnight that you got to no, no, to no, be no, the no, owner no. and president. You know, oh. that's it. Yeah, man, there was a lot of sweat and tears for Lots first of work. You know, a lot yeah. of work to, to get where we're at. And, you know, thank God we're, we're, we're pushing it, man. We're, we're growing. You know, this is not even not even close to where we're going to be here in 10 years. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because I remember I uh, we asked you, or somebody asked you. I can't remember who. Mike. Mike. We're, Mike asked we on 
plan on being in five to oh yeah it was yeah, like yeah. uh they asked you where do you plan on being five to ten years and uh you know and it goes to back to saying like when when leo says he's gonna do something he's gonna oh, make really? it happen. yeah definitely like, he's gonna definitely. make it uh, like I said, thank you for coming on. I oh, appreciate thank you guys. It. Thank you guys for having me on. Hopsknife.com. Awesome. Go buy your knife. And if you guys say you came from the podcast, he's going to hook you guys up. Yep. You guys say you guys came from the podcast and we'll definitely hook you guys nice. up. Nice. And I want to thank you guys for coming on and jumping on the podcast. It was fun. Yeah, for thank sure. you. Thank you for inviting me. Uh, don't talk too much, John. John, be quiet. Do you have another question, John? <laughs> Not right now. Okay. Okay. He wants to ask questions after we turn the podcast on. Watch, you will. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We'll see you guys later. All right. Thanks, guys. See you.